On today's episode, we are breaking down the detailed metrics that every business owner should be tracking on a weekly basis. If you are not tracking your numbers, then your business is not going to grow. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week I'm bringing you no nonsense, no BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast. I'm of course your host, Andrea Maxim. And this episode is going to be a shout out to the clinic owners, those people that are actually running the entire brick and mortar business. Last week, I did a complete metric episode for associates and independent contractors. So if you are not a business owner, we're going to do a bit of overlap here, but this is going to get a little bit more in depth. So check out last week's episode because that one is specifically for you. But to my fellow clinic owners or to those practitioners that really want to take your metrics up a notch, this episode is going to break down my favorite metrics to track to allow me to feel comfortable in that CEO position of running my business. Now, before we jump into this, for the clinic owners and depending on where you are in your business, The Maximize Performance Coaching Program is something that I think would be perfect for you if you are feeling that overwhelm, you are, you know, getting that decision fatigue, you don't know where you're doing things incorrectly, allow me to coach you one-on-one and really help you set yourself up for success, set your business up so that it can actually grow with you because the issue happens is if you grow too quick, or you start to grow to a certain level, if your infrastructure is not in place, your entire business can crumble and you will feel incredibly burnt out. And I have the expertise of running three clinics, managing a team as well as a virtual team, and all of these things that I've been learning over the past couple of years with my coaches and the coaching programs I'm invested in, I think will more then help you get your business to where you want it to be and create, again, that lifestyle that you want to have outside of your business. So reach out to me and we can talk about what the Maximize Performance Coaching Program can offer you and help you implement some of the strategies that we've been talking about on the podcast. I know for me, I will never do it on my own. I always need to hire help to get me to do these things. So I'd love to be that resource for you. So just reach out to me on Instagram at AndreaMaximND, or we will put a free strategy call link in the show notes and you can just book in a a free 30-minute call with me and we can discuss how we can work together and I can usually tease out where the problems are within that first 30 minutes. But let's jump into the metrics that I think you should be tracking as a business owner. Now, as I said last week, just to summarize, we talked about six key ones that I think everybody should be doing. That's the number of new patients, the number of patient follow-ups, and how often each patient is following up with you. 
your supplement sales with regards to profit and cost of goods sold, your lab testing, again, the cost of the lab and your profit margin, also looking into the amount of rent. So even as a business owner, I pay rent to all of my clinics. So I also want to be making sure that I'm bringing in enough revenue every single month to easily offset the cost of that rent. So you should be tracking that too. And then most importantly, marketing cost per lead or earning per lead. But for my business owners, we are going to go one step further because you have a lot more moving parts than potentially an independent contractor and associate with regards to managing everything involved in your business structure. So let's first talk about your team. I'm going to assume that it isn't just you, that you have other people in your office that are paying you rent or are um, on a split of some sort. So what we do is we are not only tracking how much I'm bringing in with regards to new patients and revenues and everything else, but I'm also tracking what the profit is of my associates or my independent contractors that work with me. So I will also then see how many patients are they bringing in? What is the profit margin that they are actually bringing me? And looking at all of those things, because this also allows me to have a conversation with those associates and say, look, you need to bring in X amount of dollars every single month just to offset the cost of running the business on your in your office space. If you aren't bringing that in, then we have a problem. So here's the things that you need to do. Or you can reward those people by saying like, you are doing such a phenomenal job. Let's try to make it so that you're making a little bit more money just to reward those people because the, the longer term um, stay, you can have your associates and independent contractors, the more successful your business will be. Patients don't like change. Patients don't want to be getting to know a new RMT or a new um, clinician they want everything to be the same. So the longer you can keep those people happy and encourage them to grow, the longer you're gonna have them with you on your team. So having those that data metric for each one of your independent contractors is essential. And you also, as I said, wanna make sure you're tracking how much they are actually bringing into your pocket to see, you know what, is it worth the headache for having these people in because you're not making that much money? or if it was a choice between a new person who was bringing in, let's say their own client list versus someone who you've had for a long time, but they're just not putting in the effort. And we all know who those people are. There's a lot of you know, people out there that just do not like to work and that's okay. But you may wanna again, have that conversation because this is your business. This is your livelihood. You are bringing in these people to help you grow your business and to help you make a bigger impact in your community. So they have to be very much in alignment with you and your business and your growth. If they aren't there, then it might be a conversation you need to have and just bring somebody else new in. So having that data is gonna make that conversation a lot easier. It's not gonna be based off of emotion. It's not gonna be based off whether you like the person or not, because you don't necessarily have to like them for them to be doing great work in your business. Um, you need to be you know, looking at the data and seeing how everybody in your business and all those little pieces are working. Now for you as the business owner, you may also be controlling the entire dispensary. 
So dispensary is just money basically sitting on a shelf and it, that is not a good place for it to be. We need to be getting that dispensary turning over. So it's incredibly important for you to be tracking the inventory numbers to make sure that everything is matching what's sold and what's on the shelf and you should be doing that or having your um, receptionist do that every single day to make sure that the inventory is um, up to date. And then you also want to be looking at, well, how much profit is bringing or having that dispensary bringing into my office? Meaning there is other options like online dispensaries, full script, and we have an entire episode on the difference between an online and an in-office dispensary that you may want to listen to after this. But if having your dispensary is actually causing you more stress and it's actually making a worse dent in your credit card debt or in your personal debt, well then that's a real issue and it would be better for you just not to have the dispensary and maybe create a great relationship with a few health food stores than offering that those supplements. So again, data will tell you whether it's a good financial investment for you to have supplements in your office or not. And then we can tease out what the other options are. And please remember, as I'm talking about this, where you are now isn't necessarily where your business is gonna be a year from now. None of these changes that we're talking about are going to be permanent or you just pick one path and that's the only path that you can do. Maybe right now you needed to put a lot of money into renovations or something happened in the clinic or something happened in your personal life where you just need that cash flow to be there. This allows us to determine what the lowest hanging fruit is that we can get rid of and then create that cash flow and then you can always bring it back into your business. Now, a lot of the expense is definitely going to come from bills um, with regards to internet, telephone, having a fax line, all of those kind of basic things. So you need to be tracking what your fixed cost is every single month. So then when you're looking at your um, revenue, your independent contractor revenue, you can then see, okay, yep, the business is doing really, really good. We're making exactly what we need to be making or you know, there's something wrong somewhere and it needs to be fixed. So having that fixed um, fixed expense list is gonna be incredibly important for you. And that will also then include what you're paying monthly for, let's say social media apps or your website or other sort of like tech things that are kind of on a month to month basis. QuickBooks is again another monthly fee for my accounting. I use Infusionsoft, that allows me to do my invoicing. That's a monthly expense that I need to be taking into consideration. So every single thing that you can think of that is on a monthly basis, or even if it's an annual um, uh, membership, you could spread that out over the months and make sure that you're meeting like that, the fixed um, expenses that you need to. So that's very, very important. But the final piece that I wanna talk about is the marketing side of things. So with regards to marketing, um, I imagine that number one, you need to market to bring your own uh, patients in or clients in, but I assume your independent contractors or associates might also be wanting you to market on their behalf. Oftentimes when we have people renting a space in our office, they are also expecting us to get them busier. That's one of the reasons why they joined a practice is because they didn't want to necessarily do all of the work and wanted to have a place where there was already patient flow. So the more patient flow you can have coming into your business, the happier your independent contractors will be and the happier you will be. 
So marketing is going to be a huge thing that you need to be monitoring your spend, monitoring your earnings per lead, but it's not just going to be just, you know, if I put a video out there, how many likes or clicks or comments do I get? It's how many people are actually booking in off of the marketing material that I'm doing. So in our office or in my business, I should say, we are tracking every um, newsletter opt-in. We are tracking every newsletter opt-out. So we're seeing, okay, when I send a newsletter, what is the dynamic of my list? Do they like it? Do they not like it? What's going on there? You also wanna then see how many new leads am I generating on a week-to-week -week basis versus you know, just at the end of the year or haphazardly looking at, oh yeah, we increased our, our newsletter list by five people this month, amazing. We wanna be kind of looking at that more detailed. So our team does it weekly. I would encourage you to do all of this weekly as well. So then with regards to the um, opt-ins, we're looking at where are they opting in from? Are they opting in from this lead magnet on my website? Was it a link that I put on social media? Is it a Facebook ad that I have running? Where are those opt-ins coming from? So then you can put more emphasis on the winners and drop the losers. We're also tracking, we have a YouTube channel. So how many YouTube subscribers we have? How many videos have we uploaded? Is it steadily growing or is it stalling? And there are certain social media sites that are more SEO than they are sort of like instant gratification. So Pinterest and YouTube and Google is definitely gonna be more of a long-term gain. Like if you started doing it now, you're probably not gonna reap the rewards until about six months later versus Facebook, Instagram, very instant. Basically in that moment, if you've got some growth, amazing, but those um, posts that you are creating aren't evergreen. No one's ever gonna be able to search and find that old post that you did. Unlike Pinterest, Google, and uh, YouTube, you can constantly be reusing your, even blog posting, I should put in there too, you can constantly be reusing that material and people are constantly gonna be searching it and finding it based on the longevity that it's been on the site. So there's certain um, marketing tactics that you have to be patient with and others that we would expect more instant gratification from. So we are tracking our YouTube, everything. We are also doing our website metrics. So we're seeing the number of people that came to our website. What pages were they looking at? What are our top three pages for the week? Um, were there any actions that were being taken? And that could also then lend you the opportunity if you wanted to get into Facebook ads to start retargeting people based on the pages that they went to. Now, I don't wanna freak you guys out, but Facebook is something that we've been investing in probably the most that I've ever done in my business. And it's a comfort level thing. And now that I know kind of the game and I know um, how it works and how I can keep my costs low and reap the most rewards that I can. I'm using Facebook in a very strategic way. Um, so with regards to that, we're gonna be stepping it up now to do more retargeting. Retargeting just requires you to create audiences in Facebook Business Manager so that Facebook knows exactly where to lump these people into. So for instance, you could make a custom audience for your email list. You can make a custom audience for your confirmed client or patient list. You can make an audience for website traffic or traffic to a particular page. All of these things allows us to then retarget these people with our 
freebie that we want them to download or a booking link to book into the office or a discovery call or things like that. So if you are getting into the world of Facebook, which I know for most of you listening, that makes you cringe. And I will tell you, Facebook is there to help you win if you know how to use it right. And I would love to have a conversation with you about that. Um, You definitely want to be tracking how much you're spending um, on Facebook ads and what their reward is. Because if you're constantly in the, in the negative, well, there's a few issues there. Number one, you may not be spending enough for the reach to be big enough to actually get new patients or clients or downloads. Um, and or your copy might be off. There might be a technical issue where the links aren't working. There's a ton of things when it comes to marketing and tech that have to be taken care of. Again, this is a huge reason why I realized where my weaknesses were in my business and hired someone to teach me how to do this and then hired someone to actually do it for me. So just know that you don't have to do all this alone. And again, when we're talking about data, you are most likely gonna feel very uncomfortable and it's not gonna be something that you're gonna wanna be tracking on an ongoing basis, but it is essential for your business growth and it is essential for you to be making smart decisions in your business instead of emotional decisions. We just always go back to the data and say, okay, what's growing, what's working, what isn't working. And sometimes on a week to week basis, if we made one little tweak to how we posted or what we posted, we can see a massive spike in engagement. So it also gives us clues as to what we should be doing more of and getting rid of of what is not working. So this is all really about time management and putting your eggs into a basket that's actually gonna give you reward as opposed to just scattering your time over multiple platforms feeling busy and not actually getting anything from that. So let me just recap what the metrics are. Again, I'm just kind of elaborating on last week's episode where we were talking about new patient visits, follow-up visits. We were also talking about lab sales, dispensary, as well as your earnings per lead when it comes to marketing and monitoring rent. But for you, the business owner, we want to take those metrics to the next level. So we want to be monitoring the revenue and the patient flow for every single independent contractor and the amount of profit they're bringing into your business and if they are meeting your expectations. We want you to create your fixed expenses list so you know exactly what your bare minimum is that you need to be bringing in just to cover your cost and make sure that the people you bring into your business are aware of that as well. Because sometimes the conversation around, well, I think my business owner is taking too much from me, if they knew how much it actually costs to run your business, they are less likely to actually confront you on something like that. We want you to be very carefully monitoring your dispensary and looking at how much money is sitting on the shelf, how much revenue is that bringing in, how much profit is that bringing in, and is it actually causing financial strain or is it working to my benefit? We want you to be tracking every piece of where your new leads are coming in from. So looking at your newsletter list and where the opt-ins are coming from, how many unsubscribes are you getting? And an unsubscribe is, I know it's painful to see, you just have to let those people go, but it's important for you to know why they're unsubscribing. Is it that you were over emailing them or was it a flash sale that they just weren't interested in? We see a lot of opt outs because of those reasons and that's okay. 
Um, so you want to be tracking all of that. You want to be looking at is your YouTube channel growing? Are your social media platforms growing? And where are the most excited posts that you are putting that people are really engaging with? And how could you maybe leverage that so you create content more on that particular topic and make sure you're adding in that call to action to get them to book in with you? With regards to your marketing spend, how much money are you putting out into every platform, whether it be um, SEO, whether it be YouTube ads, Facebook ads, and what is the return? And are you seeing it in the positive or the negative? Are you perhaps being a little bit hasty about your marketing efforts? So if you are just starting YouTube now or Pinterest or blogging, you have to know that you have to give it a good six to 12 months for it to actually gain traction. So don't abandon it if you haven't seen any return. It's more Instagram, Facebook that we should be seeing a quicker turnaround than those other sites that I mentioned. And then you also wanna be looking at website traffic. So what pages are they going to? How many people are coming to your website? Um, and are they taking any action? So I hope that this list is something that kind of inspires you. And if you're not tracking all of these numbers, you should be. If you're not tracking any of these numbers, you definitely should be. And what we are doing is we are now um, offering this to all of our clients. So whether in the Maximize Your Clinic program or the Maximize Performance program. So that was something that I touched on at the very beginning. If you're looking for that one-on-one -on -one coaching based on the level that you're at, typically if you are six or seven years out, you're at a place where Online courses aren't really going to do it for you, but one-on-one -on -one coaching is really what you need to make sure you're getting individualized advice. I would love to offer that to you. We have our free strategy call link in the show notes, but you can always reach out to me on Instagram at AndreaMaximND, and then we can set up a time to chat and make sure that we are the right fit for each other and that I can offer you the solution to where your problems or issues are when it comes to growing your business. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast. I'm Andrea Maxim and I'm out. You guys are killer. Thank you as always for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at www.maximizedbusiness.ca.